Welcome back to another episode of 9 to 5 Sports. Uh, we're sticking with our NFL Special Edition uh, episode series. And tonight with us is Robbie Comer, Ty Comer, and filling in for the place of Elliot Good is Jordan Mercer. Uh, we want to thank Aaron Campbell again for being with us the last two episodes. Uh, but for tonight, we are going to go over the AFC South. So we're sticking with the AFC uh, at the conference. Uh, we're almost done with that conference before we move over to the NFC, but tonight we're going to go over the South Division, which includes the Jacksonville Jaguars, Tennessee Titans, uh, Indianapolis Colts, and the Houston Texans. Um, so guys, let's go ahead and, and start this off how we have uh, the last two shows, basically going over um, some teams that we think have a good shot at winning the division, maybe make it a playoff run. Uh, Robbie's got some ideas of, of talking about some players uh, I think we did that last week as well about who we think could be the MVP of that division, uh, some rookie standouts and, and things of that sort. Um, we can talk a little bit about fantasy. We won't get too in-depth uh, with that since our two fantasy guys aren't here. Um, but something for our listeners to look forward uh, to later on in this series um, once they come back from vacation, which is where they're at, by the way. I hope you guys are enjoying the beach. Uh, but when they get back and we do some shows in the future, they will uh, go in-depth uh, each week about fantasy, so who you should uh, pick up maybe on, on the waiver wire, who you should avoid that week, uh, matchups, uh, all that good stuff when uh, coming the start of the season. But for tonight, again, let's start off with the uh, with the South, and we'll start off with the team that made it uh, to the AFC Championship last year, and I think all of us thought that they had at least a decent chance halfway through that game of defeating the Patriots was the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Ty, what do you think? Uh, what do you think their expectations should be coming into this year? Do you think that they, uh, their expectations should be to win the division, or what do you think uh, the Jaguars are going to look like this year? I think it's going to be more of the same. I mean, last year they uh, they were more defensive in their approach, and I think that's going to stay the same. Really, didn't lose much. They lost Aaron Colvin as a cornerback, but that's I mean that's not even that big for them to be honest with you. Um, they've added some defensive help in Taven Bryan. Uh, and a safety by the name of Ronnie Harrison. So, I mean, they've gotten um, just as good, maybe even better. Also, D.J. Hayden at corner. Um, so they've gotten better on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, they have lost two receivers. They lost both Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as we mentioned, really not that big of a deal. I mean, Both have dealt with injuries in the past. And, of course, as you've said, the team did – pretty well last year without a lot of their services. Yeah, and not to mention you also picked up Austin Safarian Jenkins and Dante Moncrief. So the passing game really even shouldn't have taken a step back there. I mean, Allen Robinson is, a, a you know, when he's healthy, a top 10 receiver. Yeah, he's a good, good but, receiver. Um, now, you said Dante Moncrief. So that was an interdivisional pickup, right? Was he yes, a Colt? from the Colts. Okay. Um, so that's that's big. It's always uh, – I'm sure it'll be a nice little revenge type game for Dante Moncrief. But, yeah, just more of the same, um, I think – Another year under their belts. They've got another year of experience. I think, you know, Tom's gotten a little bit older. We might see them competing for the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I think. Can, can I, we take a minute also? I just said that the Jacksonville Jaguars might be competing for a Super Bowl. Hey, last year they were. I no, thought they, they were. Real. They were really close to beating. Yeah. Weren't they close to New England? They just faltered yeah. in the fourth quarter. Yeah. No, they're real. I'm just. If you'd have told me I would have said that three years ago, oh, I would have laughed, laughed at you. in your face. The, the Jacksonville now, Jaguars would blame Gabbard at the, at the helm. Now, Robbie, you'll remember this well, and Ty, you probably will too, and maybe even Mercer, but the Jaguars used to be a pretty decent threat in the playoffs back when they had um, David Byron, Garrard, David Garrard Maurice Jones-Drew. They beat the Steelers. They beat the Steelers a couple times. I know Aaron would, would love to sit here and talk to us <laughs> about that. That was that was almost their kryptonite. They they always seem to struggle against the Jaguars in the playoffs. Uh, Robert Mathis, that corner that they had. Well, if you think about it back in the day, the Texans weren't a factor and the Titans No, they were just coming into the league as an so expansion it was, team. It was always exciting to watch Peyton versus the Jaguars, really. I yeah. Mean, it was, that was the... Basically, the, the, the fight for the division yeah. every every year. It was it was fun and to most watch. and mostly, and I think we kind of mentioned this last week was uh, this is another division where for the longest time the Colts 
I mean, it was basically an expectation for them to win yeah. every single year. Uh, but I, I, I almost basically agree with you, and I'll let Rob get to his point before I start. But I, I'm agreeing with you. I think that they have high expectations this year. And is is their locker room – I know we can have our, our outlook on it, but is the Jacksonville Jaguar locker room right now in this training camp uh, kind of mode, are they thinking Super Bowl or bust this year? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll let Robbie field that one too, but I don't think they're thinking Super Bowl or bust. I mean, I mean, you made the AFC Championship last year. Yeah, and I guess you you always do want to take one step further. So mm-hmm. in that regard, yeah, maybe. But I guess bust is a hard word too. Like, yeah, they, they've got a really young core. Yeah. That's the thing about that's a scary thing about Jacksonville, and that's the good thing for Jaguar fans. <laughs> Aren't very <laughs> many of them. No, I don't know. Any. Do, does anybody know any Jaguar? I know one. You know a Jaguar yeah, fan? Yeah. And he's been a Jaguar fan the whole time. Yes, it's not he, just he, like a. He actually went up to Pittsburgh last year and watched him beat Pittsburgh. Nice. In the, in the uh, playoffs. Is that, oh, in the playoffs. Okay, yeah. I thought we were talking mm. about that five interception no. game from Big no. He was up there in the cold. That was, that was an they awkward ex- one to they, I think they exceeded expectations this year. So do you think that now that they have Oh, those are definitely some higher at least standards, expectations. Yeah. Do you, do you think that they're going to be – do you look for them to meet those those standards and, and expectations? Rob, what, are your, what is your outlook on the Jaguars? I, I know you probably don't have the same opinion of them to throw in Tom yet, right? No, but – I don't know. It all depends a lot for me on how um, Watson plays when he gets back because I don't know how much you can trust Blaine Gabbert. I think he played fairly well at the end of the year last year. The Jaguars' defense is – Oh, Blake Bortles, you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the defense is going to be there for the Jaguars. It's just – And the running game. Fournette's going to be there. Mm -hmm. But you don't know how you can trust Blaine Gabbert. I know they signed him to an extension for four years, which I was puzzled by. But – uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be a dogfight between the Jaguars and the Texans for the division. I think those two could beat up on each other a little so bit. So if you had to pick someone to win the division right now, if you I would had pick to the pick, Jaguars I would the pick Texans. the Jaguars just for the fact that you have Watson coming off an ACL tear and you have Watt and his back problems. So you don't know what you're going to get there. But the Jaguars should be good. I, I would take them – I say they're top three in the AFC – with some some order of Patriots, Steelers, and Jaguars. Jaguars. Here's a question that I know you'll uh, you'll think is fun to answer. Do you think that the Jaguars and, and the Cowboys and the Chargers all there in a row there a couple years ago in the draft made the right picks? Because of course now a lot of people view Jalen Ramsey as I mean is it too far well, of a stretch to say, to say one of the best corners when, in the entire when you league? Ask, when you ask Ty about um, Super Bowl or bust. For Jalen Ramsey, it probably is Super Bowl or bust. Yes. He, he made a comment last he, year. Well, he and he thinks he is oh. the best corner if in the I league. He thinks a, his team is the best player. And is that too far of a stretch for If I was building no. a team, I would take Jalen Ramsey as my number one corner. I don't know if you, guys, if you guys remember, but he was jawing at Brady as Brady was walking on, running onto the field. He's not today. afraid of anybody. He goes out there every game thinking that he is the best. He wants the best I'm, matchup. In fact... Uh, I think he had an interview the other day. The Jaguars' first game is the Giants, so his first matchup is going to be Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. Two, uh, two, I well, mean, two strap, players that could straps be on, him. on Odell Beckham. Yep. Really, Beckham's got head problems. He might cry. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be over there kicking the net again. But to answer the question about, um, what was the question about all oh, the draft? Basically, the draft. Did I we would, make the right move? Did they yeah, make the right I, move? As much as I wanted Ramsey, I would do it all over again. He Even was looking back, on take the running back because. With our whole situation now, Dak would be befuddled. Yeah. And we would have Ramsey, but we, he really needs that. And, real, and, again, the Chargers made out really well with that pick, too, Bosa. getting, getting yeah. Joe Bosa. Mercer, what is, what is your might, outlook on the Jaguars? Uh, Titan, uh, uh, just a real quick comment. You talk about Dak. I mean, that might have changed the entire complexion. We might not even be talking about yeah. Dak as the starting quarterback of the Dallas could Cowboys. could be Kellen Moore. It could be. Oh, like, you know, it, he I don't think they win 13 exceeded, games without Zeke there. I think, I think he, he exceeds as with the running um, game. With the running game, yeah. yeah so. oh, I think that's really the only – and I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, but no, I think he's no. got to ha- – he's a quarterback that can play – He's a little above average, but I'll, he has to have a running game. I'll, I'll say something that's biased. Well, that sounds but, really but also to another quarterback in the division. Yeah. Yep, Alex Smith. Well, I think the 13-3 year, this, this is going to sound both biased yeah. and harsh. I think without the system, Dak is a – Mediocre or less quarterback. Yeah, but with the right system, he can put he can play at an MVP type level when yeah, in thirteen absolutely. games. He's just he's a have good the game manager that he, when, he can when make he has plays. A running, when he has a running game, he's good at not turning the ball. Out. I think he can be a hell of a player in this league and with and create a great future 
but I think he has to have the right pieces around him to be able well, to do yeah, that. I don't yeah. think he'll ever be a quarterback like Brady, no, Breeze, no, you're, Rivers, you're never gonna see Doc Ryan, Rodgers. No. If they're if he's throwing the ball thirty five to forty times, that's a lose. bad thing. You're gonna lose. If yeah. that Mercer, outlook on the Jaguars. Uh, uh, they improved on the offensive line too, like Aaron mentioned. Aaron mentioned last week. Uh, they signed Aaron Norwell, the left guard from the Panthers, mm-hmm. and so they're they're one of those teams. I think they're just gonna run the ball down people's throats with Fournette. Now I have a question. Do you think Bortles is like Dak that he needs to have the pieces around him? Because in my opinion, I think Dak has more talent. But oh, if we're trying to compare Dak and no, I, well, I, I think I'm it's t- too hard to. I'm trying to say, is right do you think no. do you think Bortles needs the pieces around him? What? Yeah, absolutely. No, Bortles I is think not Bortles needs to... the pieces. I'm just not sure if he can take advantage of no, those yeah, pieces. No, yeah, that's what I'm. Right I was now. just asking if you guys. Well, I think saying, that's why Bortles looked a lot better last year because of Fournette. If Dak was well, the, the if, running game, yeah. If Dak was the quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars, they would win a Super Bowl. Yeah, they'd be better than what they they'd win a Super Bowl. Wow, they'd win really? A Super Bowl. They'd be better with him. I'm not sure I'd even go that far. Dak is smart. He doesn't turn the ball over, which is Bortles' downfall. I mean, yeah, he turns the ball right. over. Interceptions all the time. is his problem. He would have a great running game in Leonard Fournette, and, a, and he would have short fields to work with. That defense every yeah. single drive. I mean, I I don't think it's too far of a, a stretch to say that. Because yeah. Dak is much better than Bortles. Yeah, I, I would think that I would take Dak before I took Bortles. But, that, gives, but they yeah. both need pieces around them to succeed. Dak's running game also gives them another aspect on offense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, Mercer. That's. I mean, oh, they did sign a uh, tight end, former Redskin, Niles Paul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a special. Team. Would, would you pick? Or would you pick the Jacksonville Jaguars to win the division right now? I think it's a two two horse race between them and the, and the uh, Texans. But I wouldn't sleep on the Titans either. I think it's this is a. I'll take a big division. nap on the Titans. They're yeah, you know, we were met, we were nap. we were doing like a little preview last or last show last. I would say last week. I think we did this show what Thursday, and, Thursday. and after the show we talked about you know what we were gonna discuss in this week's episode, and Elliot kind of was the one that showed a lot of faith in the Titans. Yeah, he did uh, in that post show wrap up after we went off the air, and uh, he seems to have a lot of faith. And Robbie, I know you got a, a comment on that as well. I don't like Mariota. And I don't like their defense comparing – when I compare their defense to the Texans and the Jaguars, which was a fun fact today, the Jaguars' defense is being taken number 64 overall in ESPN yep. mock drafts. I, that's uh, high. That's I did a, high. Wow. I did a That's mock. what, six rounds, six and a half rounds, somewhere in there. I mean, what's not to like about them? They've got the pass rush. They've got the run stoppers. Oh, my God. They got, and they've got the shutdown They're players at every position. <laughs> and, and, and like I think Tom mentioned this earlier, at every skill set, so and talk about your defensive line – your, your your middle, your your linebacking core, and your secondary, not only do they have stars at each position, those stars are young. Yeah. They're in their 20s. Well, I, think, I think this defense could be a lot like the Seahawks defense we saw and the Ravens defense we saw before that with yeah. Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. But I think well, if that they, could be a Super Bowl to where Trent Dilfer wins a Super well, yeah, Bowl. Well, you Blake can win it. Think, wins a Super Bowl. The thing about Blake it Bortles is – ten times a quarterback Trent Dilfer The is. thing about it is the, the sad thing for the Seahawks is that they had that legion of boom dynasty – and how many Super Bowls did they win? One. One? They, were, they, were, they were this They were this close to well, second if they run, row. If they run the football, then they win. And they too. blew it. And that I, I almost think that that, that broke the helped of break that thing And up. they were young, too. Like this they team were young. But I'm just saying, like. And now I, they're gone. I think got, if you get a quarterback with Jacksonville, we're talking about more than one and almost yeah, a second. Could you, could you imagine if Kirk. But, oh, if he'd have gone? Oh. But listen, you, you're, Robbie made the comparison of the young Legion of Boom. Earl Thomas. In a contract negotiation, once once out of Seattle, Cam Chancellor retired. Richard Sherman on a different team, and who was the other guy? The the bigger corner that oh, Brandon Browner. Brandon Browner or Browner, and then there was some. The windows of these guys, the younger guys, it, the window is not very big because when those guys get to contract time, I'll oh, see you later, stuff. <laughs> um, when it comes to contract time, these guys want to get paid, yeah. and you can't afford to keep everybody. So. It, Ty, you and Robbie are right where they're, they're so young and talented, but you, you need to take advantage of it before that window closes. Absolutely. Um, any, other, any other big points on the Jaguars before we take a well, like, break? Like you guys said, they're young. Like Their key pieces on that defense are young. But mm-hmm. then they also have the veteran like mix. Like They have Calais Campbell who can like calm those young guys right. down and Marcel Darius. That defense, it's, it's, it's the best defense in football. And, and who is uh, the coach of the Jaguars right now? I think it's 
Uh, Basically, Tom Coughlin. I yeah, mean, I was actually going to mention. When are we going to? When are we going to talk about Tom Coughlin just yeah. being the football genius that yep. he is? I was, you know? I was yeah. getting ready to mention that that they're getting back to almost build their build of the old Jaguars when Tom Coughlin was there before he moved to the Giants, and I think that that's playing a huge impact already uh, on this team. Uh, I think it's Marone, maybe. Doug, Doug Marone. Marone? Yeah. Right. Now, did he? he he left the Bills job for this, right? Was he the yes. one that just great move, walked Doug. out of Buffalo? <laughs> great move, yeah. Doug. He actually came in for Gus Bradley, who I honestly think he he is with the Chargers now. Gus Bradley came from the Seahawks. Yep, and now he's on with the Chargers. All right. So, anybody else? Jaguars talk? Um, oh, actually, I do have one last thing about the Jaguars. I listed the Jaguars at, as having the uh, – now, this is not counting alternates because we all know that the Steelers' bumblebees are the worst uh, jerseys of all time. But the Jaguars have changed their helmets and their uniform combination this year. They got rid of the worst helmet in NFL history, the two-tone gold and the yeah, black. Yeah, it was absolutely disgusting. Yeah. They have went to a bit of a darker teal um, and a jet black uh, top and bottom, and then their whites, they just look a lot more clean. So props to the Jaguars. Can I see them? Yeah, they're yeah, really nice. So they're... I'm trying to load them up. They're the regular ones now. Okay. But look at those color rushes. I mean, yeah. they're just hideous. Hideous. I, hideous. I, I really enjoy that white with the black and that black helmet. That's yeah. going to look really oh, that cool. Color Robbie, I know Robbie likes the all blacks too, which is what he usually plays with in yeah. them. But look at those mustard yellows. Yeah. It's, it's like it's be, a better I mean, move just, going with the teal and the color rushes. That's just awful. Yeah. awful. Shout out to the Jaguars there. We'll be right back. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Houston Texans. That's right, 9 to 5 listeners. We're talking about a football team that resides in Texas, the little brother of the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, God. They are <laughs> also, a big shout-out to, uh, you know, Elliot Good is usually on the panel. His dad singing this song. Oh, yeah. Uh, lead singer of Alabama. Anyway, for those of you who had not figured it out, it's Houston Texans time. And I think this team, guys, when we think of the Texans, we think about what could have been last year. Um, Man, they really – they were probably the funnest team to watch in all of football last year for those games when Deshaun Watson was in. It was about in, a three- or four-game stretch, right? That where he was just Seattle. putting up They're massive putting numbers. 50, 50 and the Texans now. have never played that well offensively. Plus, you had the defense in there, and this was all without J.J. Watt, plus the stress of the city with the, with the weather and the, that they had down there and the flooding and everything. And they still came out and played very well, not being able to play at home because of Deshaun Watson. And now – when we come into the this year's preview and we're doing the South preview, um, Ty, again, we'll, we'll let you start off. What what are your uh, thoughts on this year's Houston Texans? And might I might I throw out there before you start that, of course, I think the obvious first thought is that Deshaun Watson, we expect to come back from that ACL injury. But also, um, you're going to get Watt back. Now, how long he'll be in, I don't know. And then their biggest – a big free agency acquisition that they went out and got uh, – Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew from the Cardinals. So with the with the defense there, Bill O'Brien still the head coach. Watson coming back as the quarterback. Of course, we know the talent that they have outside of receiver. What are your expectations? What do you foresee happening this year with the Houston Texans? They're gonna be tough. Um, it, again, it's the the sad thing about this team is that basically their entire season rests on their health. Yep. Uh, you know the guys that uh, lead that team on both the offensive side of the ball and the de- defensive side of the ball. I've had injury issues. Deshaun had injury issues while he was at Clemson. I think it's the third time he's tore that ACL. Yeah. Is yeah. It Deshaun same, Watson? Yeah. Is it the oh, same man, knee? That's no, totally I, think he's, he's, I think he's torn one of them twice and the other one once. And this one he did in practice last yeah. year, too. So that's so, I mean, definitely that's, not a good sign. That's tough. And, and we'll see how long that goes. And You know, it always makes me think of Robert Griffin III when, yeah. you know, it, it might just change, change how he thinks, change how he plays. Um, you know who now, unlike think Robert, of. I think Deshaun is a good enough pocket passer. Oh yeah, uh, I think he's a good enough pocket passer to get away with you know kind of taking away his legs. But um, again, they they really didn't uh, they didn't lose anybody. Uh, they did lose uh, a veteran leadership player in Brian Cushing. 
Oh um, yeah, he's been there for a long time. Yeah, and that's that'll be big. Them. But again, if JJ Watt's on the field, I think you've still got that leadership. Mm-hmm. I think that's somebody that they JJ Watt hold to. That, yeah, Hulk. <laughs> exactly. That picture's insane. And I like their coaching situation as well. I do. I do too. He was a Patriot disciple. Yeah. Well, he was also from Penn State too, right? Yes. Bill yeah. O'Brien was at Penn Bill State. O'Brien. And you know Tyron Matthew. We've talked about the Honey Badger for years. Uh, he's going to add a little something to that special teams. Uh, as well as the defense. So uh, they're going to be an exciting team to, to watch, uh, especially for as, as long as they can stay healthy. Um, you know, whether that's the entire season or whether that's three or four games, that's going to be a team that I want to tune in to, in to watch. And I, I think you're probably in the same boat as me. I, or in the same boat as me. I definitely root for Deshaun. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think he make, makes that division better. I think it gives us another team to, to turn on, on the Sunday ticket and say, and the Texans are on. We, we need to watch that team. Because I want to see Deshaun Watson play. I'm a big fan of, of, of what he does, too. I mean, he uh, what he gave his first game check last year to um, the people of the Houston Texans mm-hmm. and thanked them for giving him an opportunity. And Yeah, his family was part of the work done. When uh, work done was playing for the Falcons, he built houses for low-income families, and his family is one of them that got one of the houses. His, I don't know if you've seen his mom, but she got, like, cancer in the tongue. Yeah, and so it's, yeah. She can't talk. It's... it's uh, but he's he's awesome, man. He's well, he's fun to watch. We're off to a treat at the beginning of the season because their first game is at New England, one yeah. o'clock. So what a game to start the season off with. Uh, Rob, thoughts on the Houston Texans? Uh, they should be good. I, I haven't heard or saw what they're saying on Watson if he'll be ready for Week One. I hope he is. Um, I, in my opinion, I think they have the best receiver in the league. I would take Hopkins over anybody. Yeah, new. Um, the defense, you've got Watt, Honey Badger. Wish he'd have been a cowboy, but you know, can't yeah. get them all. You still got, uh, you still got a chance for Earl. Yeah, I'm I'm almost giving up on that. I, I've heard so much about it. I mean, we can get to that when we talk about both the NFC West and the East. But well, Jerry just needs to wake up on that. But um, the, their defense is good. I, I don't know the other safety's name. And they've got a what's the corner they've got that's really good. Um, they signed Aaron Colvin. Yeah, but they have. Oh another. yeah, they, well, no um, wait. AJ Boya went to the Jaguars. Yeah, he's, last a, he's year. a Jaguar. Um, um, Houston, Texas. I'm not sure. But Donald jo- uh, Donald I expect John them. Joseph. Jonathan Joseph. Yeah, he's really old though. I'm I expect sure. them to be second in the division. Uh, I don't. The Titans will finish behind them. Yeah, Deshaun Watson, according to CBS Sports, expects to be a full go when the Texans open training camp. So he's not. Not only is he. The only thing they're kind of lacking is if they could get a little bit of a running game, that would be better to set behind Watson. That would really help. Who's their starting back right now? I'm I think it's sure. Lamar Miller. Okay. And him and He's Ford, solid. Him yeah, and but if they could get a, a, a bona fide runner, they could challenge the Jaguars. Last year, I'm pretty sure Lamar Miller and that Deontay Foreman dude from Texas were kind of like Lamar Miller was more of the scat back, and if they needed like a – like in between the tackles, guy from Foreman would come onto the field. Right. I mean, just backboarding off what Robbie said about and Ty said about that defense, with and especially Ty with the health. When healthy, JJ Watt, Whitney Merciless, remember him? Another mm-hmm. one that they had to deal with going down to injury. Uh, Bernardrick McKendry, another great, talented linebacker, Javian uh, Clowney, Aaron Colvin. And Clowney, Clowney's starting to become one of the best ends of what, the league. I think he's becoming what we expected yeah. him to become yeah. out of college. Slowly but surely. Again, another injury that, that took him out for the first season or two. A lot of people question his effort even coming out of college, but I think he's finally starting to become what the Texans uh, expected from him when they drafted. Um, Mercer, your outlook on the Texans this year? Um, like I said, I think it's between them and the Jags, mostly for the division. Um, they have a really underrated receiver, in my opinion, if he can stay healthy, and Will Fuller, the dude from Notre Dame. He's very, very, very quick, can blow by corners. Um, they did, like Robbie said, they need a running game. And they also lost, I'm pretty sure they lost one of their tight ends, Fed, Federid, Fedorovich. Fedorovich. Yeah. He was, he was, a, I think they threw the ball, threw the ball to him a lot. Watson did. I mean, but they do have the, that is they yeah, their the backfield is what their backfield is is what bothers me the most. They have the Jaguars in the coaching department though. Yeah, I've got a lot of faith in Bill O'Brien. Yeah, I do, I do. I what are we? What are our expectations of Lamar Miller? Because after that, I mean, he, Dante he, he played Alfred pretty good Blue. last year, but it could be better. Um, on the outside, 
uh, I agree with with Mercer here that I think with Deshaun Watson healthy, um, I think DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller could again could have monster years, and we saw that last year in fantasy when Watson was healthy. Fuller, he was throwing to Fuller a lot. He got hurt too though there. At yeah, the year. and then Robbie mentioned how Hopkins has. I think it's fair to say that Hopkins has done more than with anyone nothing. else yeah. with. The lack of quarterback play yeah. in Houston. Yeah, a quarterback named Tom Savage. <laughs> I got I get into arguments a lot with a lot of and people. The Weed Man, the Weed Man is in is in Houston as well. He's back in Houston for another stint. Yep, he's yeah. the third string behind Joe Webb. They better hope they don't see him. <laughs> well, but Jerry Jones says he throws the prettiest deep ball he's ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> he was also in the Yankees organization. He was. He got drafted by the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Marshall, we didn't let you the really Al- talk that much about him, so continue with the Texans. Um, they often have Braxton Miller, but, I mean. Yeah, he's not a bad He's receiver. not bad. He's I, like I a remember backup him, slot, right? I remember him at, at Tech, he caught that pass, that, that like screen pass. Oh, I was watching it with a bunch of my buddies. somebody. That was the greatest spin move I've ever yeah, seen in college yes. football. I was watching it with a bunch of my buddies, and a bunch <laughs> of them were Tech fans, too, and like literally everybody in my room, there was probably about six or seven people in my apartment at that time, Everybody just stood up and just, oh! It was one of the best two games I've ever Except seen. one person. Now, that was the game that Ohio State beat them. Yeah, right? Tech yeah. did beat Ohio State yep. either the previous now, year or two, two years, years ago. Two years, two years before that, yeah. sorry. Yeah, Jake Perkins sat there and said, that's not even that good a move. Like, <laughs> Are you wild? Who is Jake Perkins? Jake Perkins wow. got drafted in the 28th round by the L.A. Dodgers and is not easily impressed. Um, he's <laughs> also so a not. Tech fan. That was so, one of the greatest also, moves I've ever oh, seen. He said, anybody can do that if they just think to do it. I said, that's half the battle. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, come on, man. That, was a, mad, that was a Madden spin move. Oh, it, was it was a Madden spin move. Actually, you know what? It's not, because Madden spin moves hardly ever work. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. That yeah. used to be a really good but move. It I, was. I think their secondary got better, of course, with the Honey Badger, and I think Colvin's going to help. I mean, he was. He, I'm pretty sure he played in a slot for Jacksonville last year for now, that team. Now, do you guys think that, in in their again, in their locker room, with healthy, there I, I assume they're almost like the Jaguars here. I think their expectations are we want to we got a team that is capable of making the Super Bowl, right? I got them finishing third, man. In the division. In the division. Um, I got wow. them finishing third. And I can't wait to hear you and Robbie talk about the Titans then. I, Robbie, I like I just I just don't until you know, they is this, show is me. Is this because of the health, health or you yeah. just hundred percent yeah. health. Until they show me yeah, I get what both Watt yeah. and Deshaun, and until they show me that they can make it through an entire NFL season being healthy, That's make fair. it to the playoffs being healthy, I, I just can't. Watch it goes down, they could easily They're fall done. be last. Yeah, they, they Joe could. I'm Indianapolis. Yeah, with Andrew Luck coming Joe, back. Joe Webb right. is their backup quarterback. You go, yeah, Luck. The weed man. Come on, Jared. <laughs> could be a possible situation. Again, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I, all of these are based on – and it's a, I know it's an impossible question to ask us who is going to win the division in the training camp. Uh, so many things happen throughout the course of the season, well, but I'm okay with that. Just the injuries with uh, Tom. No, right no about yeah. That. If, they're, if, they're, they're if they're healthy, I think they're better yeah, than Tennessee. Yeah. But I also think Tennessee is going to be even better than what they were last year. Well, I, I think you know it's going to be a fun I, segment then. Tennessee. It's probably because I had Demarco Murray on my fantasy team, and I've got a little bit of angst for him. Um, because of that, nobody's going to have him this year. He called it quits. Yeah, he's called it quits. Thank goodness he has been subtracted from that backfield. So now <laughs> we can actually see what Derrick Henry is going to be yep. like as a feature back, and I think that's going to be. And huge. he's going to be paired up with someone De- younger a and scat faster back. with a scat back. Deion exactly De- what Deion I, Lewis. I, I, Lewis. I feel like Deion I feel Lewis. like that's what a lot of, a lot of teams are building their offenses the same way now with the running game. They always have that power guy, and then they'll throw in kind of a little speed, you know. I mean, you see it with the Redskins, you see it with the Saints, you oh, see it Saints. with Saints. It's everybody. That's about as deadly as a combination you can get. Well, Ingram is suspended for the first. You yeah, see it with the Philadelphia. Philadelphia's got Jay Ajayi, he's the big pounder, and then they've got uh, Sproles. Still Sproles. going strong, dude. He, he's is he three? He's been, oh, as he's a be. as a scat back, still at the, and he hits that brick wall of thirty. It, Oh, he's, he is still a hell of a player. I think he's, well I think he's older than 30. Yeah. My God. Yeah, he's, he's unbelievable. Is, he's electric. He's unbelievable. He was yeah. supposed to retire last year. And he yeah, still right. had a good but year. He, yeah, right. he didn't because he got hurt. I, every time we play the Eagles, he's one of the people that absolutely f- puts fear into me. That'd be the big poppy retirement move right there. Yeah. He's playing at the top of his game and then retiring. He is 35, Darren Sproles. Woo. 35? I knew he was up there. He's been in the league for oh a long time. Oh, my God. Can you imagine how valuable – 
Well, how many how many running backs do you see are a valuable asset at 35 years old? But think about how <laughs> seriously long, as a scat back. Think about how long he was a Charger. Yeah. Now he was a Charger. Was he somewhere else too? Yeah. Yes. The New Orleans. New Orleans. That's right. He. But they also have Corey Clement, who can just do him and Sproles are good two good scat backs. Yeah. The the guy from Wisconsin. <laughs> The they st- and they still got him. Yeah, yep. but yeah, we'll talk about that when we get to the NFC East. What too. That's, gonna, that's gonna be that's gonna be such a fun and, show. And that I think, guys, we can agree that might have to be the last one of the series. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna yeah. be that's we'll gonna save be a the fun NFC show. East for last. We'll save the Super Bowl winning division for last. <gasps> that's right. That's right. That's right. Every team is now on a Super Bowl. Anything else on the Texans, guys? Uh, I I think you know. Again, it's all about health. Yeah, I'm gonna. I said it's a two horse race. You know, I'll make it three. I'll like, add the Titans in on they that. They stay healthy there. If they stay healthy, I think it's two horse. Yeah. yeah. I right. think Tennessee's good, but just not quite there. But we'll talk about that. Yep. Uh, when we come back, just like Ty said, we're gonna talk about the Tennessee Titans. That's right. It's Tennessee Titans time. Uh, you know, before before we came to the break, we were deciding whether to play uh, either this song or the actual Rocky Top fight song for the Volunteers. And of course, this isn't college football, but it's just another it's just another hint. It, it gets the blood pumping. We know that football is right around the corner, especially college, because that starts a week Woo! before pros. So um, that being said, let's move right on into the Titans. Uh, a team that I know that uh, Elliot, who again is sitting at the beach somewhere, skipping out on another show, drinking uh, some adult beverages. Yep, taking down some brewskis somewhere, uh, and I'm sure he's out there playing golf, right, oh, Ty? Yeah. yeah, I'm out sure. There hitting the links. I'm pretty sure he took his clubs. Oh, he did. Okay. Um, but yeah, Elliot was really high on this team, and so when he comes back uh, for for hopefully whenever we have our next show, uh, we can just get a little insight on his uh, about the Titans, but. Uh, Mercer, we'll we'll actually start with you this time. We'll go. We'll flip it around the other way. Uh, what is your? If there was an over or under for for games that you expect the Titans to win this year, uh, with the talent that they have, and a lot of this, really, this answer, I think, if you're going by wins, is going to determine on what your belief in Marcus Mariota. This is what you're for now for Mariota, mm-hmm, yeah. and I think your answer is really going to determine how you truly feel about this guy. I think it's time that we can all come to uh, a, a pretty fair observation. We've had enough time to watch him. Is he really a, a starter in the NFL for a successful team? So wins and, lo- wins and losses, how many do you think the Titans can pull out this year? Well, looking at their schedule, they open up in Miami. I say they should beat them. Sorry, uh, Evan. Yeah, sorry, Evan, <laughs> but we'll just, yeah. Then they go back-to-back divisional games versus Houston and at Jacksonville. Tough games. Very tough. Then they play oh, Philly at Philadelphia. home. Philadelphia. Then they go, Real to, tough. go to Buffalo. Come, they come, get a hard schedule. Come yeah, back to play Baltimore. Then they Chargers. have to go out to L.A. their bye week. Then they got to go to Dallas on a Monday night. Mm. Then so they got, That's um, definitely a loss for them, yeah, for uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get to something, Ty. Uh, oh, the Patriots. New England that. at home. And then they got Indianapolis on the road. I'm not as high on them anymore. (laughs) Indianapolis on the road, Houston on the road. Then they come back with the Jets, which they should beat the Jets. That's a rough schedule. It is a rough schedule. Play Jacksonville, then they're at the Giants, and then Sunday. They should win on the 23rd. That should be a victory. I will be at that game. (laughs) So the Redskins will win that game. It's a good thing this uh, show isn't televised. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And then they. Rude gesture (laughs) aimed towards my way from across the table here. And all I will you be nine at that to game five though. folks know who that would have been. <laughs> Wasn't me. Um, and then they end up uh, in the season playing Indianapolis at home. Looking at this schedule, that's a rough schedule. The first, the first four weeks they could be one and three. Yeah. Yeah. Beat Miami and they could lose the next three. But then I think they they could. They're going to probably win one of those tough yeah, games though. You they think. could, and then they could win three straight playing ba- Buffalo, Baltimore, and. I don't know. LA's not a easy LA's a tough game. Yeah. Now you don't really deal with home field advantage with the Chargers because of where they're playing. Smallest stadium. They but, play on a soccer but, field. Yeah, but, they do play on a soccer field. But they are but tough. Defense. I think we talked about this. The Chargers are gonna be tough this year. Yeah. Oh, I have no problem saying they're over unders eight. The Titans? The Titans? Or the Chargers? Or the Titans, yeah. Titans. Over unders eight. 
I mean, Ooh, that's, at, that's, that's you got to give me a half. Are you going eight and a half? Eight and seven and a half. Seven and a half. That schedule. But listen, they're, they're, seven and a half. I, I take seven the games. I take the over. I think I take the over. I think they're going to win eight games. I think they're going to be eight and eight. Yeah. Um, and you, eight and eight's not a successful season by any means. But in a division, in a schedule like that, that's yes. a gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're, I mean, they're they're really good on the offensive side. They have a really good young line. I mean, they just signed Taylor Luan to a multi-year contract. Uh, Jack Conklin, another good young offensive lineman. Skill positions on the outside? Uh, Rashad Matthews, Corey Davis from Central Michigan, and I'm mm. sorry, I've never heard of this dude, Taewon Taylor. Oh, uh, Elliot's Dwayne. extremely high on that guy. Oh, really? Extremely. Like, says well, that's, that means that draft is a, him. Yeah, yeah draft him. Draft, <laughs> he's draft him. And then <laughs> the Titans have spoken. Uh, yeah, Taewon Taylor. Of course, Delaney Walker, always he's a gonna be reliable their slot guy. tight end. They're actually, according to ESPN, they have Corey Davis in the slot and Taylor on the outside. And then that running back, that's going to be a really good duo with Henry and Deion Lewis. Yep. And then defense, they're just good, too. I mean, they signed Malcolm Butler. Yep. They got he Malcolm can be Butler. a head case, though, but he's good when he can play. Okay, what's your thoughts on Mariota now? What, it's, it's time that we all come out for that class, the Winston and Mariota. What, what is their role in the NFL? What what? What grade do you give Mariota as a quarterback as a starter? Are we going letter grade? I mean, you could do letter grade. You could do is he is he a quarterback that with the pieces could be a Super Bowl contender, no, a playoff contender. I think they're is a, he is he worth the pick that they got him with? I think he's a playoff contender. Super Bowl, I don't, I don't agree. I don't think so. But I think he was worth the pick. I mean, he's been solid for for the Titans. Uh, their backup is also Blaine Gabbert. So if Mariota goes down. No, could that's almost with every team, too. Yeah. If you think about it, every team, the backup quarterback position is so important, and there's just so, there's just not that many decent ones out there. There's really not that, there's not 32 good quarterbacks no. in the league as starters anyway. And when you get, start going into backups, then you're really looking for, just for those gems that are, are hidden because it's just not there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's, I would give him a, a, a C plus to a B minus on a grade. Ty? The Titans. Um, well, first I'm going to tackle that 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 latter question that you that you went after with the the draft class of uh, of Mariota and Winston. Mm-hmm. I, I think they've been underwhelming. Um, you know, Jordan said it. He's been decent. Mm-hmm. That's not what you're drafting these guys oh, for. No. Yeah, at you're one right. And, you're what right. were they one? They were one and two, right? One and two, and I think Winston was one, and Mariota, and Mariota was, was two. two. You don't draft second gonna be com- The big story was who's going to have the better career. They're always going to be compared side by side. But you're right. They, you don't you don't draft one and two for decent, Robbie. I mean, nope. <laughs> you, that's I the entire you, reason I'm that you sucked the year before. You go ahead and lose games on purpose to get you in that situation because you're trying to get a face of the franchise that's type right. talent. And right now, do you I'm think here do for you think average? Would, yeah. <laughs> do you think we would call Marcus Mariota the face of the franchise? No, sure. Absolutely not. I, I just think you know they've been underwhelming. Um, that being said, they put them in a good situation to make the playoffs. I really am excited. I mentioned it in the prior um, section that I'm really excited to see uh, Derrick Henry just go ahead and carry the ball, what, probably 30 times a game. A man amongst boys. If you have a defense that isn't all in about stopping the run, they're afraid to hit. He'll make you pay. He will make you pay 100% of the time. He'll make you pay for sure. That big man can rumble. He was one of my favorite players Oh yeah! In college, when he was at Alabama, they hand him the rock forty times, at and least. he would just continue to. He's a big he never boy. Never He is very. And very I, I know. I don't know if either of you were really there uh, as much. I know you know him, but uh, my uncle Junior watches yeah. a lot of Alabama, and I know me and Robbie is sit and watch some games with him. And and Junior usually, uh, Robbie, you know, he don't like watching no losers. No. <laughs> but when Derrick Henry, that's a direct when, quote, actually. when uh when Derrick Henry was running, when when Alabama was on, and Henry. Was was running the football. I know Junior really loved it, and just because we were just in awe of how <laughs> it was like, it was almost unfair. It's unbelievable. So, um, but so like I said, I, I just think I'm pretty high on the Titans. I, I really am. I, I think the new coaching staff of Mike Vrabel and then the offensive coordinator, great hire, Matt, I think. Matt yeah, Lafleur. Really I, I'm excited about what they what they can do. Um, 
the they've got their key losses listed here on CBS Sports as Demarco Murray, which I think is almost a helper. They can get over that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Eric yes. Decker, who was pretty underwhelming. Oh my gosh. In Tennessee, yeah, Patriot. Um, and Matt Matt Castle, I, I would yeah. even call that a key loss. Rob, we've had our we've had our rounds with Matt Castle, haven't yeah. we? Back in the year we went. To, yep. Four and twelve, but Mike Vrabel. I mean, I don't think you can discount that he's a descendant of Bill Belichick. That's right. I mean, it's yeah. uh, first year, right? Yes, as a head coach. I know he's he has had some coaching experience, but I was looking at something the other day. I they think also picked up Malcolm Butler. Talking about descendants of Belichick, um, there's at least one person on every staff that is under the Belichick tree in the league. Yeah, really. I've seen that. I've seen wow. that. Yeah. Wow. And it was like. Belichick and who was the other one? It was Parcells? Yeah, Parcells. Something like that. Yeah, Parcells. Belichick and Parcells. Yeah. Because Belichick falls under the Parcell tree. Right. But, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Um, But, anyway, Tennessee. Great 30 for 30, by the way. It was a great 30 for 30. I've never seen it. I think. It's a really good one. I think, especially another, you know, Robbie set the over-under on their wins at 7.5. If Houston is not healthy, I think you can chalk up. How early do they play? They Houston? played them week two. Week two. Okay, then, so I'll I'll give Houston that one because I think them, he can stay healthy for a week. And they played them week twelve. And week twelve. So we'll see. Um, the week twelve is a Monday I, night game. Houston. When you start the real nitty gritty part of the season, I think Tennessee can win that game. Quarter. I think I just think you give them you give them a game if Houston is not healthy. So I think I think eight wins is is about where I've got them at. I think their ceiling is not much higher though. I think their ceiling is nine or ten games. Rob, I mean, you basically already already said your your wins and losses. Yeah, I'm just not thoughts? a big fan of Mariota. I I think Winston's the better quarterback. He'll have the better career. He's more do traditional. You think, do you think that his off the field issues? No, because the thing that he's done now is what two years ago. Yeah, and apparently he is a big part of their community. Well, oh, I think he's yeah, I think he's really uh, he had his problems at college. You know, he had his famous uh, stand yeah, on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But um. I think he's turned it around. You can expect good things out of Winston in the future. But you're not basically bottom line for you is you're just not a believer in Mar- in Mariota. No, I'm Do you not think a, a new coaching staff I'm, could help I'm not improve a that? Mariota guy. I know Vrabel's not really I'll a quarterback. Never be guy, a Mariota guy. Vrabel, I think, could help their defense. That's what really worries me about them and why I don't put them with the Jaguars and Titans or Jaguars and Texans, Texans. because of their defense. And do you, so, do you think if they would get some kind of quarterback? Whisper in there that could help no, Mario. You just don't no, see it, Mario. I, I just don't like. I haven't liked him since college. I think they need to build a dominant defense like the other two have mm-hmm. to hang with them. Now, Jared, when you said big in the community, were you talking about Winston and Tampa Bay? Yeah, I was talking about. Winston. Apparently, he got close with the with the community. He's done a, a lot of work, uh, you know, charity wise, and has it got really close with like all the staff within the Buccaneers, not just like the coaching staff, but like people in the stadium and all that stuff. And so I. You know, I I typically don't root against guys in the NFL, you know, unless they play for a rival of my team. Like, I don't just pick people and say, ah, you know what, I don't want him to succeed. So I, I definitely hope that he, he gets it turned around and that he plays well uh, for the Buccaneers. I definitely don't have anything against him. But what are your thoughts? Um, well, my uncle is from the Nashville area. He actually lives in mm-hmm. 10 minutes outside Nashville. And uh, the whole community there, they love Mariota. I mean, that's, that's all I hear about when we talk football. It's just Mariota and the Redskins. He used to be a Redskin fan, but shout out to Dan Snyder for rooting that, like everything else. Well, I mean, when it comes to Mariota, I love Dan Snyder. Oh, you do, Robbie. <laughs> he uh, <laughs> he's done a lot now of he, things for me. Of course, from Oregon and, and Ty, I think our the college memory we'll never forget about Marcus Mariota was when Oregon came to Virginia. Dude, our, I, was I mean, it. Robbie, he just. Untouched. I think it. What was it? A read option play. He went 90, up the he went middle. Ninety untouched. yards up the middle. I not think I watched that play. Untouched. Not only did he go untouched, Robbie. I didn't see a man in the Close. screen. I didn't see a man in the screen. <laughs> he was running by himself. It was one of those. It was a read option. It was a read option. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it wasn't one of these like going to the outside. It was a read option and just found a crease in the middle. You know one that, cut you know and what then that boom. sounds like it sounds like Omad when you blitz. Yeah. Oh yeah. When you run, yeah. To commit. <laughs> but of course, we know that doesn't that doesn't work in the NFL. People no. are fast, and I'm almost with Robbie. Like year four, I think this is the year where if he doesn't show a ma- a big improvement or a big step to take them to the playoffs, I'm just not sure if he's ever gonna. I think you gonna see be what, that I think guy. You see what you get, what you're gonna get out of him now. Yeah. I think he just. Relies, I think this is a big. He year relies for too much on the run. Huge year for him and Winston, and and he's already, in my opinion, he's already got to step up on this prove it year with Winston because Winston is going to miss those first four games, right? Yeah. Yes. Off the of suspension. 
There's a three. Or is it four? It's, I think is it's, it four? I think it's three. Three. Yeah, you're, three. I think you're right. I think it is three. Um, now, just to close out on, on this team, I, I think I'm going to go under. I, I'm not sure I'm quite a believer yet. Um, and Ty, I wish that Elliot was here to, to kind of team up with you, but... Uh, I think with the division stuff, I'm, I, and this is probably that schedule's given, awful. It's a it terrible schedule, and given the Texans the benefit of the doubt, because you're you're right, the health has always been a problem. For yeah. them. I, I think we all agree that the, that Jacksonville's probably got the best chance to win that division. Uh, so you're going under. So you believe in the health of the Texans? I believe in the health of the Texans, and I, I mean, I know you're rooting I, for it, but do you believe in it? See, I'm on Ty's side here. I think. No, you know what? You might have it. I think I'm more rooting for. It. Yeah. I think this is more hard overhead. Yeah, I mean, but I'm that, also no believing. I I actually think that maybe the Colts can finally start to piece a couple of games together. I mean, they've got yeah. Andrew Luck coming back. I, yeah. I, I, I really. I mean, we've. He's seen actually it. throwing live size footballs now instead yeah. of tennis balls. Well, the thing and, about, and the that's thing what about we're about Luck. to get into. And again, that's it's all of a thing of if you believe in his health or not. That's right. Um, but but again, we've seen with this franchise too that a quarterback makes a huge difference. I think you know with Peyton, we saw. Absolutely. I mean, what they won like fifteen games and they. Didn't play him in the 16th. They could have had a perfect season. Mm-hmm. And um, they lost. And they lost. But uh, So then the very next year, I think, is when he had that neck surgery. And they, they the were awful. They, they were, were terrible. terrible. Did they, they were 1-15, I think. I'm almost positive they yeah, were 1-15. That was when they drafted Luck. They were awful. They were bad. That's when they got, that's they when they got Andrew. Yeah. yeah, that's how they got Luck. So it, I just think, you know, with, with Andrew Luck at the helm, I think they're a totally different I was club. petrified. That you guys were going to trade up to get to Andrew Luck. I was I, petrified. Me and Robbie, I think, talked about that. Robbie said they could have Griffin. He said I would be, and I was scared when y'all got Griffin after I saw what he was doing on the field. Yeah. But I thought for sure I was like, watch them trade up and get Luck. They're going to have a quarterback for the next fifteen years. Anybody see any resemblance between me and Luck? Between the you beard, and, you and the face, facial hair. Yeah, let me let me. Your neck. You don't have the neck beard though. You yeah, got, I, I mean, you got the beard. A lot of times I do neck, though. The neck beard goes like all the way down. That's too. Let me I'd put like up a picture. About. That's something I would like to talk about one day. What? Is the old Griffin Luck thing? That'd be yeah, a, that would be a good. Yeah. We're still gonna have to wait because they really. I mean, Luck's played had some. Luck's well, already won the battle. If what? he plays. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. Um, I just want to go back on the Titans defense. I mean, it's it's not bad. I mean, you got Jarrell Casey, Woodyard, Kevin the Byard, Kevin Byard, who I'm I'm pretty sure led the league in interceptions last season. I'm gonna to have to double check that. Logan Ryan, uh, a Dory Jackson. Uh, and they got... I don't know. Mercer, do you see it? I don't know if I see it or not. It's cool, boy. That's he doesn't have the neck beard. No, the ne- his neck see, beard's like really yeah. thick now. The, but the facial hair, I can see. Like if you shave the mustache, I can see the. I can see it. He's got a little bit of a bigger yeah. head. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Look, I'm this this Titans defense is really it's not bad. Speaking of Andrew Luck, when we come back from this quick break, we're going to talk about the final team in the division. I mean, my the, biceps are The Indianapolis oh, Colts. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, End we're it. stopping this. Stop that. <laughs> biceps. Strike one, two, and three. All right, time to finish out the division. Uh, we got the Colts, and that'll finish out the AFC South. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, I think a team that has pretty much been defined with uh, their injuries over the last couple of years, especially at the quarterback position. Um, starting back when Peyton Manning missed a year after those neck surgeries. Uh, of course, it obviously showed how much they struggled because they ended up with the number one pick. They took Andrew Luck, and now he has been struck with the injury bug. And, it, and so he didn't play at all last season. The Colts suffered. Um, it's been about a year and a half since he's actually been in real game action. Uh, and so, guys, what do uh, what do you think that the Colts can do this year? From the looks of it right now in training camp, Andrew Luck is going to be ready to play at some point this season. Um, but as we all know, that they don't they're not the most talented team, uh, at least on paper. Uh, they got a new coaching staff, and they're in a pretty rough division, as we have discussed earlier in the show. So, Ty, we'll start with you. Um, what do you look? Uh, what are your expectations for this year for the Colts? Uh, it's not going to be good. Um... You know, I think I think we all think here. Um, I, I don't think I'm going out on too far of a limb in saying that they're prime candidate for a top five pick in next year's NFL draft. Uh, they just lost so much. They lost Frank Gore, who is actually 
very solid for them in his time in, in Indianapolis. They lost Dante Moncrief on the outside. Uh, that kind of takes away from the one-two punch of him and T.Y. Hilton. Um, and, and like you said, just not a lot of skilled players around um, Andrew Luck. And uh, also, as you mentioned, tough division. They got their second choice as coach in Ch- uh, Coach Frank Wright. I mean, I don't think we can um, dispel the whole thing about the – or not so much dispel, but forget about the whole ordeal with uh, with – McDaniel's at the at the very beginning. Yep. Um, you know, it's it's just not an attractive job to take. And I think that's really telling too. Yeah, to absolutely. turn down a head coaching job and then to fail. There's only thirty two of them and <clears throat> Well, know. and McDaniels has done it before. He's been there and he's done that. Yep, he's he's with been Denver. head coach in Denver. So um, I think he knows that the next situation that he takes, especially leaving a a situation well, that he's, he's in already. I think he was told he's going to get something else down the line. Okay. I mean, I could believe that too, yeah, but I think to leave New England, I think it's got to be a very attractive job. Well, I don't think he perfect. wants to go and I don't think he wants to go and coach it because you, like you know you're going to win if yeah. you're there. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I think that uh, I know Robbie and I talked about this when it actually first happened, and Mercer and Ty, you probably had the same feeling. But when we heard that McDaniel's had backed out, we figured it was because of Luck's health. That yeah. he would, would had maybe yeah. have to have another surgery or wouldn't be able to play again, and of course, there's not many people that would want that job if you don't even have, you're not even sure what you have at quarterback. Well, and I think Andrew Luck is that type of player. You know, um, you mentioned Peyton and his whole ordeal where <clears throat> he didn't play in the 16th game of of a po- possible perfect season that one year. They went 15 and one, uh, and then the next year is when they had the surgery and they went directly into, you know, a lottery pick if I can borrow from the NBA type of team. Um, so I think Andrew Luck is is somewhat on that that same level. I still, even with him healthy all year long, with the amount of players he's got around him, I think their ceiling is about four or five games. Yeah. Rob, what do you think? They're You're probably be, in close agreement here. They're going to be poor, very bad, to worse. Somewhere in that range. They're, I think they could easily have the number one pick. In the draft. I, I can agree with that. The defense is one of the worst I've seen. I don't think I can name a starter. I have the depth chart up. Um, you've got Mack at running back. I, I don't I know Marlin, nothing, know nothing about him. Marlon. Alfred Blue. and No, Alfred Blue's on the Texans. It's Mack, uh, uh, Turbin. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, Robert, Robert, Robert Turbin. Robert, yeah, yeah, Ronald, uh, Robert, whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know anybody except Luck and T.Y. Hilton, I guess. Yeah, that's but, about it. They uh, lost, Von, they lost but, Vontae Davis. Yeah, they the lost division, Davis. They do have Malik Hooker in the second The division's going to be super tough. So yeah. I, don't, I don't think they'll get a win within the division, if I had to guess. So I, I think really they're, so, I think they're staring three. Losses. I think they're staring three games in the face at most. I'm, I agree with Robin. So, yeah. That's my outlook on the Titans. I just don't have much faith there. I mean, their their first game of the season is Cincinnati, another team that I think we could see. Look at that. That is Jordan. Rookie Mercer. mistake. Another we literally mistake. just played it by itself. Oh, my God. Are you kidding my, me? My, you could look. My phone was literally. We haven't my had a well, situation happen like that yeah. all year yeah. long. That's and this is what, week 16? Yeah, something 15, like that. It's maybe? up there. Way to go, Mercer. That is a This is what mistake. happens when Elliot goes to the beach. Yeah. And it just. You know, it's it's like you the know? golf course. The golf course down there. Tee boxes oh, are terrible. Elliot what do you want me to do about Elliot that? Elliot goes away, leaves Mercer in charge. The tee boxes need to be. I'm trimmed. a car boy, Robbie. <laughs> it is awful, Robbie. Man. I'm a car here's, boy. Here's the thing. Let's not we, get emotional about it. <laughs> we haven't gotten a shot in on Mercer, and he just tossed us one up in the air and said, oh, "Here, yeah. hit it 500 feet." Just, what is this? Soft toss to, or this the home I mean, run? Soft this is the home pitch? run derby. This yeah, is a slow pitch softball. Well, let's let's. Uh, I think it's operator error. No, I promise. My phone was always sitting here like this. I don't remember anybody else's phone. Tunnel Vision by Kodak time. Black turns on randomly. Well, I don't know why you would have such a song on your phone. But that's another story. <laughs> Free Kodak. Um, well, the first game of the Colts season is the Bengals. Is that another team that could maybe be a that, top five? Yeah, oh yeah. I think they're fighting. So I, that, see, I, see, I see the winner. That might be their best chance at winning a game all yeah. year. The I see the that. three worst teams in the league are Bengals, Bills, Bills, Colts. Something well, like okay. BBC. You, you talk about the Bills. Oh, BBC. Yeah, they right. play. Okay. <laughs> they, play, they play the Bills. Couldn't stand But listen one. to the other teams that the Colts had to play this year. Eagles. Texans. Patriots. 
Jaguars, of course, they're in the division <laughs> twice. Texans again. So, I think the winner of that they got that a really tough game, out of division schedule. I think the winner of that week one game, you know, it's hard to say of the very, very beginning of the year, the very first game of the year is an important game. But whoever loses that one could be the number one pick. Yeah, the winner of the first, <laughs> I think the that's winner, an important. The game. winner of the week one game does not get the first pick. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go out there and do our worst. Yeah. Do not win this game. Oh, you know, Brent, whatever happens the in the rest they of the year, zero, it happens. Zero. It's not gonna happen uh, ever. I, I'm I'm basically in the same boat with y'all. I, th- I don't think it's going to be a good year for them, even if Andrew Luck stays healthy. Uh, that being said, I do think they're going to go out. If he does pl- stay healthy, I think they can steal a game or two. It happens every year. Bad teams, unless you're the Browns, go out and win a game that you shouldn't. Or the Lions. Uh, or, or the Lions. Um, they might steal a game, but as, as for a, as the whole a season – it's not looking good. They've got a couple of pieces. Again, Malik Hooker, Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton, but that's just not enough. They did draft a, a guard in the first round, if I'm Quentin not Nelson. mistaken. Yeah, so so that, that's, 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 that's a good big. start. And you talk about the health of, of Andrew Luck, and I don't think there's any better way to contribute to health than keeping your quarterback on his feet. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Quentin Nelson's a, a big one. Mercer, your input on the Colts? Um, I'm, with, I'm with you guys. They're, I think they're going to struggle. I mean, they have some pieces. They signed Ryan Grant. Former Redskin, aka as we like to call him, Ryan, Ryan Gruden. Gruden. Yep. Ah, but Ryan Gruden. Uh, I'm looking at their depth chart here, and Malik Hooker is questionable to play week run. They just activated him, activated him off the PUP list uh, last Thursday, I believe. So he may not play week one. I don't think they're going to play him in the uh, preseason. But and I'm looking at their schedule. They they have a chance to win maybe two to three games. Yeah, it's it's bad. It doesn't look good for them, or at least in the preseason. I mean, this division, the whole division as a whole, has a really tough schedule. Mm-hmm. They they got the, who's their tight end that caught a lot of passes Doyle. last year? Doyle, Jack, Jack Doyle. Doyle. They signed that should Ebron be interesting. I, yeah, I think I think the Jack Doyle, Eric Ebron type thing with Andrew Luck. I think they could run a two tight end set um, and, and do pretty well. I, I think that'll be interesting, and, and you I think that want is a, lot a possible of tight ends in there yeah, to help block and absolutely. I think that is a, a pretty good way. Um, to to maybe sneak a few games out. We talk about winning games that they probably shouldn't. That's mm-hmm. I think a two tight end set, um, running the ball behind those two tight ends, also having um, them go out and run routes. I think that I think that'd be huge. Yeah, I, I think their offense has a chance. You know, a couple games this year to score in the. It's 30s, all about the defense. The really defense. Really got, defense they've got the whole one of the games that Andrew Luck goes out and puts up thirty points. Their defense has to show up. I don't know what you're going to put up thirty points with. Well, he I, he's, like had, I said, he's had bad teams in the past that has – I mean, look, look, we, we just talked about it. T.Y. Hilton's good enough to have a breakout. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's going to have two or three touchdowns one game. Other than I don't he, know what else is going to come. Okay, maybe not even 30. What do, Jack, I always Doyle, say, Jack Doyle had a decent year last year with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. I, I always say if you score 24 points, you, you should be able to win a game. But the, if the, your defense shows up. One of those games, their defense and their offense has got to click, I would think. I don't, I don't know if the defense is clicking. I don't, yeah, like Robbie said, <laughs> this defense, I can't. That's a, not clickable. That's a, no. that's a computer mouse that has been smashed to smithereens. Right. It's not good. Not clickable. But, I mean, I guess on offense, they did draft wide receiver from Clemson. Deion Kane. Is that him? Is that his name? Yes. Yeah, you're asking the wrong person. I think it was Deion Kane. He the only had, one he that keeps up with the Colts is Bob. He he had flashes at Clemson because he. Roasted, I mean, Deion Kane's good. He roasted Virginia Tech one year. What Clemson that. receiver doesn't roast Virginia Tech? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Bob Foster. I heard a report today. I heard a report today that the Giants offered less money for Odell Beckham Jr. than they offered to Sammy Watkins. Please stop. That's impossible. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's out there. It's, that's true. That's I would. ridiculous. Where's Watkins? Watkins is what? Sammy has done nothing in his career. The I mean, Cowboys, he's been a bill. The Cowboys offered him a lot of money for yeah, some reason. Did. Isn't he on the Chiefs now? Yeah, yeah, he's on the Chiefs. He was with the Rams last year. Yeah. All right, so let's let's move on to our awards. Who do you guys think uh, is capable of having an MVP type season with regards to inside the division? I'm gonna go with uh, Leonard Fournette. I, I think running back uh, from the Jags. You know, in, when we talk about MVP, I mean, I don't think there's anything more valuable than a running back behind. Behind Blake Bortles, yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's anything more valuable oh, than that. Rob, um, go Jalen Ramsey from the Jaguars. Defense. I like I like, I like a defensive MVP, yeah. especially yeah. a young guy he, like him. He's got put, a lot of fire. Don't put the straps on anybody in the league. First game of the season for them is against the Giants. Oh, no, 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 yes, no, the Jaguars, yeah. Giants, Giants, Jags. Oh, Jags. Yeah. Beckham, Beckham won't 
he won't have. I'll say he's under. It's already in Beckham's head that he's not getting paid. I mean, it would be an honestly. But if that I is that found out that, that fire? they offered more. Sammy Watt for Sammy Watkins. Beckham will be me? Beckham will be under eighty with no touchdowns. Week one. Mm. Under eighty. Wow. With no touchdowns. He I, will be maybe. A mess. Um, maybe. I mean, you got to think about the quarterback situation. That's true. Yeah. You got I'm Eli. Going, he'll, speaking of quarterback, he'll be over there hugging the net. <laughs> he'll be a mess. Who's, yeah. who's the Giants' backup? Uh, that, uh, is it the Davis? Web? Davis Webb. Oh, yeah, the one from Cal. Well, don't they have Geno, too? Yeah, they do. They have Geno Smith. Speaking of quarterback, I'm going to Sean Watson with my MVP. I think he's going to have cool. a nice uh, bounce back year. I'm I'm going hard overhead with his health. Uh, I think I, I want to believe that he's going to stay healthy, and if he does, I think that he can come back to kind of what he was last year and helping the Texans' offense flourish with those receivers and a little bit of a running game. He's got a good defense behind him, so I'm going to Sean Watson. I'm going to be different. I'm going to go Marcus Mariota. Mm. Ooh. I just think it's definitely he, a surprise. He's got that's a, that's one that if it happens, that's that's that a could great shock call. Me. Well, and that could be a team that I don't, I don't think like the Rams shock, last year. That yeah, I don't think we it didn't honestly, see him coming this early. Right, I don't think it would shock the league. I think people know it's there. I mean, he's a number two pick. Mm-hmm. You know, but he's got weapons around him. People, especially tight end. I mean, they got a very underrated tight end, Delaney Walker. I mean, the, they, the only thing I see against that is he could get hurt. Who's no? Who's his receivers? Uh, Rashad Matthews. Uh, um, let me pull it up. Is it Corey? Corey Davis. Davis. Corey Davis. Davis. And then another Taewon Taylor guy. Taewon Taylor. Taylor. Well, I mean, Just and also, uh, Elliot's huge on him. Huge. So, fantasy owners, take a look at that means Taewon draft. Taylor. That means draft him. The Titan has spoken on the Titans. Yeah. Uh, playing the Titan right now. Offensive uh, player of the year. Mm. Uh, we want to stick with the same um, thing here? Same yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll I'll start it off. I'm uh, since I picked Deshaun Watson as my MVP, I'm going DeAndre Hopkins as my offensive player of the year. I think he's one of the best receivers in the league. Robbie thinks he is the best receiver when he's out there healthy. Uh, I think if Watson is at full strength, that Fuller and Hopkins are going to uh, expose the rest of the league, and they're going to take advantage of that. So I'm going Hopkins. I'm gonna go Hopkins as well. I mean, even if Watson. If Watson doesn't stay healthy, he's shown what he can do with yep. other quarterbacks like Tom Savage. That's not fair. You stole my answer from we last have. night. Dad, going it. I'm, I'm leaking it to the press. This was supposed to be done last night. Jordan just took my answer. That is BS. Uh, all right. That being said, I'll go with Deshaun Watson. <laughs> what? Just rude. <laughs> it's Wait, rude, wasn't it? I think I had a strike. No, you had Hopkins, and okay. that was fine. But that's a strike. I had Hopkins, uh, okay. too. Oh, but his exact, <laughs> it, my exact answer last night on this, if it would have stuck, was mm-hmm. he is the one guy oh, yeah. in, the, in the entire division that it doesn't <clears throat> matter on health. To, what did just, you go for, just for the listeners, when we, that's a strike. <laughs> if we reference last night, um, we actually recorded this segment of the podcast last night, and we lost it somehow. The, it didn't record or whatever, so we're doing this again tonight. Times. Uh, the next night, and the, we should get the entire podcast up uh, for you to listen to uh, by the end of tonight, early in tomorrow, which would be Tuesday. Robbie, your offensive player. Um, I have to go with Fournette. I think he'll have a, another good year, and if he does his thing, Blake Bortles will be fine. Yep, defensive player of the year. I'm going Jadevian Clowney. I'm sticking with the Texans. I'm I'm loading up on Texans right now, but I'm going to go Clowney. I think that. Uh, even if J.J. Watt gets hurt, I think he's going to really pick it up. Pick it up, and I think this is going to be the best year of his career. So, clowny for me. Jalen Ramsey for me, top three corner in the league. Yep, young guy. Young guy plays for the defense. Showed shows what he did. Showed what he did last year. He's Jalen Ramsey. And we'll see if he's up to the test first week against Beckham. Ty, I'll switch it up. I'll go. Uh, I'll go with Miles Jack. I mm. think he's an interesting watch at, at linebacker. He showed last year. In a, in a pivotal game that he's able to get some big turnovers when they need it. Uh, ripped that ball right out of the guy's hands. I can't remember who he ripped it out of, but um, got a, forced a huge fumble in a game that looked like it might be over. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm going Miles Jack, the interesting linebacker out of UCLA that also did running back at, at UCLA. I like that pick. Rob? I'm going to go with Ramsey because he – Mercer got it wrong. <laughs> Yet again. He is the number one corner in the league. Hmm. And I picked him as my – Overall MVP, so he has got, to be a defensive player. See, after tonight, when you messed up a couple of times, uh, we've able to we've been able to get these shots in on you. A bunch. Okay, so but people will understand. Didn't have, but yeah, yeah. people will be able to understand why you take shots on Jordan. Murphy. Yeah, if you guys just listen, go back and listen to those instances where he has yes. either let the phone go let, off or stolen the, the answer go, from a let, prior night. Let the phone go off. 
Uh, I was thinking of another corner who was number one, but he's in my head. I won't say it out loud. You know, he didn't even make ESPN's top ten list. That's fine. He's underrated. So, be still. He's underrated. underrated. I'm not saying he's talked. Sir, about he's, yeah, he's talked about quite a, quite often. Yeah, he's I'm paid. saying I'm saying he is a good corner. For those of you listening, he's as a no, Skins fan, he's talking about Josh Norman. So please, let's just go to rookie. As, a, and as another Skins fan, for, please to, to save us some time, we talked about the rookie last night. It's the guard for Indianapolis. It, yeah, it's, it's it's him for sure. I mean, we talked about the the health of Andrew Luck, and yep. that's a that's a big thing. Also, uh, I think a big reason that it's Quentin Nelson is because of just the lack of. They just have uh, position players on, on these uh, from these rookies. All right, so just to clarify and finish it up, the rookie of the year for all of us is the guard uh, for Indianapolis. It's time to close out the show, and to do that, uh, we're going to start talking about uh, some headlines that uh, deserve a little bit of time on our show and kind of doesn't even have to be about football. So, Ty, I know you've got uh, some good thoughts on um, how to close this show, so go ahead, start us off. Yeah, so I'm going to start with uh, the Hall of Fame induction ceremonies being this weekend. And uh, just watching Randy Moss and Ray Lewis up there act like they're choked up is a joke. First of all, Randy was the one that acted like he was choked up. Ray tried to make his entire speech a sermon. Sir, you killed a guy, okay? Oh, you <laughs> you broke one of the commandments. So was don't come talking to was me it, was it Methodist about Methodist? the Lord. Rob. Um, well, I gotta get in there that the Red Sox swept the Yankees. Knew that was coming. And you just hate to see that. Yeah. After last it. night's comeback. Yep, you just hate to see it. They're nine and a half back, which they it looks like they have the they Yankees have, have decided to hit the baseball tonight against the lowly White Sox. Or sir. Uh golf. Um Justin Thomas wins at Firestone, the Bridgestone, uh wins it by a couple shots. Uh PGA also starts this week. Someone is going to be on the prowl in St. Louis, and his name is Tiger Eldrick Woods. I've messed up. It's Eldrick Tiger. Yeah, Elliot would like that. $10 doesn't win. Uh, also, I'd like to thank the panel for having me on the show. Thanks, Mercer, for joining us. Um, Elliot and Aaron should be back with us, hopefully the next show. Maybe not. It depends on if they decide to come back from the beach. Other than that, that's all for us this week. We'll see you next time on 9 to 5 Sports. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>